What's up, everybody? You're listening to Back to the Feature. This is a podcast where we talk about films and entertainment. My name is Joseph. And I'm Edward. Today, we're going to be talking about Fear Street, 1994, mm-hmm. 1978, mm-hmm. and 1666. All three of them, so. Oh, uh, well, you're going to be talking about the third one. You didn't watch it? I didn't get to. <sighs> God. But I, have no, I knew if I, I knew if I had told you I knew if I had told you you'd be all like fuck then no we're not talking about that fucking but, guy you're right <laughs> but uh, that's no. the finale you're not I, even gonna I, know no, how okay. it is actually dude you know what part one you didn't like him no 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 so part one I was like it's okay I don't know if you want to talk about it right now or what but yeah it doesn't matter okay so part one it, it was it was okay part two I really enjoyed I I, I don't remember which one you said was your favorite. I really enjoyed part two. Yeah, the, well, I liked I liked all, of them, uh, but yeah, everyone's everyone says part two is the best one. Okay, but uh, that, uh, that's all I was gonna say. And then I saw the, the the little trailer they have at the end of part two for part three, and just yeah, didn't get to see it. All right, so part one starts off. Um, it like I said, it's a uh, what would you say? It's like a slasher movie, right? Reminds you of like it, a '90s slasher, kind of like Scream. Yeah, but it has a twist, and there's a supernatural twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, all the killers in this movie are already dead. They're mm-hmm. like being they're being resurrected from kind of like they kind of like they like if you, once your name makes this list, you're part of the army. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I, I was I was gonna throw a hat on. How does my hair look, Edward? It looks like you need to throw a hat on, like mine. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, right. you can't. Yours ain't no worse than mine. Yeah, so fuck whatever. It. Fuck it. Uh. Yeah, I was looking at it last time. I was like, "Damn, I should have threw a hat on." But you know what? There's a scene in the fir- in the first one where it almost copycats Scream, where the 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 guy's running behind her, mm-hmm. and he like comes up from mm-hmm. behind, stabs her in the chest. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that was done on purpose. That, that would be called paying homage. Oh, or there was yeah. paying homage. I'm sorry. Yeah, not yeah. copycatting. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing. I got you. You know, you know that there's a saying. Uh, I forgot. Oh, Pablo Pablo Picasso said, mm-hmm. uh, "Good artists copy." great artist steal huh i still quentin tarantino see how you are what i mean well i'm okay i get what you're saying but i would never catch that stuff yeah unless if someone who's seen tons and tons of movies was like oh he got that from this well that's why people don't a lot of people are really upset with them because like the the references that he uses in his films are just like from these like really old obscure movies that like nobody nobody really watches mm-hmm. unless you're like a cinephile like him yeah, yeah yeah unless you have like a really vast like cinematic vocabulary as he does yeah nobody is gonna catch that but then people watch the his movies and they think oh that's original that that's your idea and that's mm-hmm. why people get upset so i can understand that but at the same time it's like you would have never seen it without him i mean unless you were a cinephile oh yeah but okay let's just it's like one percent of people he's, go see movies he's like a dj he's just okay, like remixing you. old shit into a new form i like it i mean i'm yeah. not i'm not i'm not the one saying these oh, yeah, things. I, I, I like his movies i like i like the fact that he does that yeah me too i do that sometimes mm-hmm. i don't i sometimes i unintentionally do that yeah but back to fear street okay. so uh yeah i liked it yes it, it was like a call back to all the like 90 slashers but actually these books were written before these books were written before goosebumps were even written R.O. stein said oh so you, i didn't even know this was from a book yeah yeah it's a series of books um actually the the first book that um what's uma thurman's daughter's name i don't know so, uh isn't it something hawk yeah it's, yeah yeah because that's ethan hawk's daughter yeah, too. i don't remember her first name okay yeah so she's holding this book and it's like they just changed the cover and the author's name mm. uh to his real name it's like robert lester i don't know 
R.L. Stein. It just says his like his real name, and then uh, but it's like the first Fear Street book that when the killer stabs her, he stabs. She's like oh, holding the uh, book. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so they they are based on a, a series of books written by R.L. Stein, but I mean they obviously had creative license to change change it up, and I feel like they kind of modernized them with the you know these uh, the whole you know let girlfriend undertone. Oh, uh, the, the, that she was gay, you mean? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. you know, which, did that throw you for a loop? Because her girlfriend's name was Sam, and it, then you you think it's the... the it, f- it did, but at the same time, I was like, Sam's a very, not generic, but, I, you know, I didn't... It's ex- a fluid name. You know? Yeah. It's a fluid nickname, because you mm-hmm. can, it could be short for, like, Samuel or Samantha, so it makes sense. Yeah, so when, so when it, it, it did turn out that it was a girl, was I wasn't a, surprised. It was a cheerleader. Yeah. But it's funny, because, like, we're conditioned, we're so conditioned to seeing in movies, like, you're thinking it's the guy because mm-hmm. i thought it was the guy mm-hmm. it's and she was getting all upset because i thought oh he's grabbing this chick's ass and yeah and it turns out it's really the girl yeah i had the same i had the same effect <laughs> yeah i thought it was cool good twist i, I know uh, a lot of those people are all ups- those i'm all of those people certain uh mm-hmm. type of people who uh you know have these blue flags <laughs> Hanging out the back of their Dodge trucks. Oh, I got you. Yeah, they probably yeah. didn't like that. Yeah, turned it off. Mm-hmm. It was funny because like I was watching the featurette on Netflix, the, like the making of uh, mm-hmm. the show, and like all the comments were just like, "Oh, you could tell the director hates men and <laughs> all this stuff." I was like, "What?" I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I guess the the lead is is a girl. Yeah, well, because the lead's a girl, and then yeah. he was like saying how like all the like you know the um okay so sorry we're we're jumping in the gun a little mm-hmm. bit but. Initially, this movie, it, the there's four central characters. Um, the main character, do you remember her name? I Dina. Dina, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Her girlfriend, her ex-girlfriend, Sam, who's Sam. a cheerleader. And then her little brother. I don't remember I his don't, name. I don't remember his name either. And then, uh, oh, I guess there's five central characters. And then uh, her friends, which uh, is like the valedictorian of the high school, which is this uh, little Asian cheerleader girl. And then her other buddy who is like just some like random white guy yeah and i thought he was in love with the the one that sold drugs yeah i kind of thought so too but then they're, they're just like friends yeah yeah which is i like because like that would be the like typical route to go mm-hmm. like they're an item you know and mm-hmm. he's jealous of the little boy who likes her but he was just like nah just just a friend he's all she kind of likes you man yeah he was actually all supportive like yeah it was cool. It was a cool dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think they, they took a lot of these like stereotypes that we're so used to in films and just kind of like flipped them on their head. That was one thing I, I liked about the movie. I like the deaths. I will say it was almost not uh not Final Destination-ish, but you know, like how, how some people got killed. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean people people died, but not a whole lot, right? Well did, uh, are you giving spoilers? Yeah, fuck okay. it, why not? So yeah, I was surprised about how, at how many people had died right. from other friends. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. Towards the end, right? Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Um, yeah. So initially, this movie is basically these killer. We we learned through a lot of exposition that this town has this history mm-hmm. of being not haunted but they have a lot of serial killers right yeah so it's it's basically like the rich side of town versus the poor side of town is what it seems like and the poor side is like cursed. They always have like bad things happening in the town, usually kill like deaths or murders. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a couple things to note. We f- we found out that the town was split in half a long mm-hmm. time ago, 
and all the murders happen on uh what is it called shady side right yeah shady side and, and then sunny valley sunny sunnyvale or sunny yeah. sunnyvale is the other is the other town essentially it's just like what well, like i said it was one town but mm-hmm. at one point but it got split in half mm-hmm. and so you have all the rich prosperous people living on sunnyvale you have mm-hmm. all the poor unprosperous <laughs> people living on in shady side and that's where all the murders occur mm-hmm. and yeah, we find out this happens often, and so they have a bunch of serial killers in the town's history, and then these serial killers are now the central characters of this movie who are trying to kill this cheerleader girl. Mm-hmm. And essentially, and like without getting too complicated, we find out, or this is what the characters figure out, that she touched the bones of a witch, and she saw like a vision. And so now these they think that the witch is sending these killers to kill her mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Because her blood touched her bones. Yeah. Oh, it was was her nose was bleeding, right? Yeah, her nose is bleeding. Yeah, and so she she was able to like see a vision, and and then mm-hmm. they they think that's why the witch wants them dead, and they all think it's this witch. So the town has this history of this this witch who was cursed and blah blah blah, and she cursed mm-hmm. the town, and that's that's everyone's explanation. And that's also the explanation. They uh, they always they never say. Do they say it was a witch? I always thought they just say like, oh, it was it was like the. It's because they live in sunny. Uh, no, they, well, it's like town lore. It's like a witch, right? Yeah, but it's just like a rumor or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. And they blame it on the witch, and that's their like mascot is the sunny shady side witches, and the other ones the devils, Sunnyvale devils. Yeah, and uh, the mayor and the sheriff of Sunnyvale, their last name is Good, mm-hmm. and uh, the witch's name is something Fier. Yeah, uh, Sarah Fier. Sarah Fier, but like it's it's just fear yeah basically right fear mm-hmm. and good um so anyways yeah so we have a bunch of serial killers ghost ghost supernatural serial killers chasing this cheerleader and that's the central plot of the first one obviously they overcome it and they figure out that they need to because there's a survivor they find out there's a survivor from another massacre and she's mm-hmm. the only one that ever survived a massacre mm-hmm. and one of they put two and two together and they realize oh she actually died and then came back to life to kind of break the curse, right? Yeah, well, like they the 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 witch has like this little uh, what would you call it? Like not a melody, but a little rhyme that they kind of put together. Like, oh, she only uh, once you dead, or no, she she follows you until you're dead, type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, I forgot exactly how it went. Yeah, it's like a just like a little ch- children. Which I mean, to, I don't know. I don't mean to throw us off topic, but like I was like, man, that 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 kid, that little brother, he was like studying this stuff and he was all into it. And then, like, last second, he's like, oh, this is what this means. This is what this means. I was like, dude, should, yeah. I figured you would know known that a long time ago. Right. You should have put two and two together a little faster. Um, so, anyways, they, uh, yeah, they, they figure it out. And then that's basically what hap- how the first movie ends. They realize, oh, we have to kill you. And then we can bring you back to life. Mm-hmm. But also, they find out that the monsters, regardless, or not monsters, but the, the, the dead, regardless of what they do, they come back no matter what. Yeah, yeah. They killed them, too. And then they, they realize, like, you can't kill them. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're already dead. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's essentially the first one in a nutshell. We have a couple of characters get killed off. Uh, unfortunately mostly all the friends yeah that's a, that was a little uh, annoying you oh you didn't like that about it no nah, i was just like i don't know i just felt like 
Well, it's because actually, you know why I didn't like it? Because I actually like the characters. Oh, I got you. Like I like whenever they. Uh, so there's like a scene right where they're like they kind of like oh we're gonna die. It's when they're like gonna trap the monsters to kill them all mm-hmm. or the killers. And so they're all like, you know, they, the two chicks hook up, the little brother hooks up with the cheerleader girl. And then uh, that like, oh, the, he says something the one guy who's yeah. alone, he, he's like jerking off. Yeah, he goes. And he's like, uh, you all, you guys all hooked up? And then he was like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that part. <laughs> Dude, that shit made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, I actually watched part one twice because Arissa, wa- Arissa wanted to watch it. You, so, you finished it completely and then yeah, rewatched yeah, it? Yeah, I okay. rewatched it. And so I didn't catch it, but the first time he's he is in the restroom and he's like, it's like showing them like everyone kind of like getting intimate and then he's just like staring at his hand <laughs> oh i thought I, okay i must have missed that part yeah yeah i missed it the first time the mm-hmm. second time he's like looking at his hand and then i was like oh i get it it makes sense so they kind of gave it away she says something though right she's like he only got to first base or yeah something she's like, like that. It, it was just first base oh, okay. but he had that little the little we're talking about the little brother yeah 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 <clears throat> that kid's really like 19 years old in real life oh is he yeah he oh. looks like he's like 11 yeah he does look super young yeah he looks really young the main character the main girl she's like mm-hmm. 28 oh wow yeah uh-huh she's got baby faces yeah they're all young looking like us <laughs> remember the actor yeah <laughs> mikhail uh anyways uh yeah, so that was the first one, and that leads us into part two. Mm-hmm. Edward, let's you talk. I'll, I'll give you part two since okay. you liked it so much. Yeah, I did. So part two starts off with um, the girl. I don't remember her name. They call her Ziggy when she's like a little kid. It's like Carol or the older sister was Cindy. I think her name was like Caroline or anyways. So she's saying that um, in the summer of 78, which was another like, I guess you call it mass murder, serial mm-hmm. killer mm-hmm. on the loose. Uh, so they go back into their camp. And it's pretty cool. The camp is just like how the football team was. It's like it's they have a, a game night or something like a war night or something coming up. It's Sunnyvale versus Sunny, uh, Shady Side. Yeah, and this is like a this is like summer camp, like a stereotypical summer camp, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and you know it's it's still the same. It's like uh, the Sunnyvale people. They act like they're so much higher than the the shady uh, the shady ones. Um, but what I liked about this one, I don't know why. I don't know if I just felt like the acting was better. Mm. And this second one, to me, um, overall, I, I liked I liked all the younger characters. Um, so we we find out that the we find out that one of the camp counselors is uh, the 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 sheriff, who, or he ends up becoming the sheriff from right. the part one. Mm-hmm. And he likes the he likes the, this what would you call it a camper, and that's the one who ends up actually surviving. Right. Yeah. In uh, I, I forgot I failed to mention in in the way part one ends is they reconnect with this lady who survived the massacre at the camp. Yeah, she calls them and she's oh because they tried calling her and mm-hmm. she calls them back and she's played by Jillian Jacobs. If anyone, if she's from Community, if anyone has ever watched that show, Community. Oh, I saw a couple episodes. Yeah, she's she's from Community. That's uh, anyways. Yeah, she is the an, the adult version of the camper that survived, mm-hmm. and then so that's that's kind of how part one. That's what I like how they intertwine all these movies. So part one ends with them. She's telling them the story of mm-hmm. what happened in. Uh, the camp and then that's how part two the movie is essentially her telling the story of the camp yeah exactly and uh i like the older sister she looked pretty good (laughs) oh yeah maybe that's why i like that one so much you like the redhead too no i mean no 
She said, I was like, uh, the whole time I was like, where is this girl from? And Stranger Things. Yeah. And then I, I looked her up and I was like, oh, it's a girl yeah. from Stranger Things. She, she's of age, so it's okay. <laughs> I think she's like 19. Um, but, um, I mean, that's still really young. But, um, th- so I remember that redhead from Stranger Things, but mm-hmm. also like, I remember, uh, the, one of the episodes of Dark Side of the Mic when they're talking, when they're talking about Stranger, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. Emilio was like, man, she's going to be pretty hot when she gets older. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear that And one. I was like, dude, at the time, she was probably like 15 when that show, <laughs> when that season came out. I was like, I remember that. I was Jesus. like, so when I saw her, it made me think of that. Yeah, I was like, That God, was the first thing that popped in your yeah, mind. Yeah, She's going to be pretty hot when she's getting older. Yeah. Uh, well, this one starts off with uh, that girl's, her name, they call her Ziggy. I don't remember what her real name was. And they, they're like chasing her around. I don't know. I don't know why those girls didn't like her very much, but they like hung her up. You want to push it? No, no, you're good. Because she's a ginger. Well, I guess so. But yeah, they like hang her up and they call her the witch and this and that. And uh, you can just tell she just has like a, I guess like a tough time there with them girls because they're always picking on her or whatever. And, and her older sister is a counselor as well. Yeah, that's right. Camp yeah. counselor. Yeah. And uh, she has a boyfriend who winds up becoming the serial killer, which was which was pretty interesting. Yeah, I like the whole. Um, I like how they always refer to it, like every, there's always like a character who's like, "I'm gonna get out of this town." And it reminds me of Lockhart. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> who was the one on the first one? It was oh, it was uh, the girlfriend, the cheerleader. That's right. It yeah. was the girlfriend, the Asian one. Yeah, it's like you can't. It's like you can leave, but you can't leave. Yeah, everyone's like pretty much everyone just kind of gets stuck there mm-hmm. and there there was always like somebody who's like ambitious like i'm gonna leave this town and then they just get killed <laughs> yeah it's like uh, no sorry it's like no, not happening and unfortunately i mean you you know already that her she tells you her sister mm-hmm. fucking dies like that's how the the movie starts off she was like this was what did she a say week, she was like uh this was taken a week before my sister died or something yeah she was like two days later she'd be dead yeah so yeah so you go into it knowing that she doesn't make it mm-hmm. um but yeah man, i mean i i like how which was it was weird though because uh there's like this red moss stuff i don't know what it is but it's like in the first movie that's what they fall into mm-hmm. and those bones are there mm-hmm and uh so when when the 1978 one they're like cleaning the mess hall or whatever and she's trying to get it off and you recognize it right away and it's like oh that's that stuff yeah you know something weird yeah so like where the mall is where the mall is in part one that is where i'm assuming the witch was killed in part three but in part two it's the camp it's mm-hmm. like where the, it's like where the camp is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah this it's basically like um i don't want to call it like uh what's it called when you when you on an ancient burial ground something like that it's like it's basically like a cursed land yeah i guess something like that yeah uh you i mean if you had watched part three you would have known oh well okay so when we get there anyway we'll we'll get there okay we'll get there um but yeah man i just really enjoyed this one a whole lot better more i don't know yeah i think it's because it had it had more no, nah, it's not because it was brutal killings. Maybe it's because it was it, more killings. It did. It had more brutal. They were killing little kids this whole movie. That's true too. Yeah. And they were all the shady siders. None of none of the Sunnyvale people got. Well, if they oh. did, it was like kind of by accident. Yeah, you didn't realize yeah, that. I didn't did. think about that. Yeah, they were killing all the shady side kids. They never mm. killed any of the Sunny Sunnyvale. That is true. I think one dude. Oh, oh, one guy got his head chopped off, but it was like because he was in the way. Uh, when they were in the outhouse, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like, he was helping her uh, come up the bu- he, what the bucket. Yeah, he was gonna kill the redhead, and mm-hmm. uh, she like ducked, and he he got his head chopped off, and then Damn. his fucking body fell down the. Uh, oh, dude, I felt bad for that short haired girl because mm-hmm. because she had like a bone sticking out of her leg, and then that big oh, old fat dude just yeah. fell on top of her. Yeah, 
Yeah, so this one, this uh, story was pretty interesting too, because you had a lot, you had a lot, a couple of stories going on. So mm-hmm. we had, and I can't remember her name, but you have the the redhead right mm-hmm. from Stranger Things and the sheriff as a as a youth, mm-hmm. right? Because this is a flashback to 1978, and this shows they kind of had this little romance. Then you show her sister, who's like stuck with her old friend, who her sister's boyfriend is the the murderer. And then the old friend's boyfriend got murdered mm-hmm. and you could tell like they kind of grew up together and they had this relationship, but they somehow fell apart whenever the sister was like trying to, you know, yeah, get good on. grades and be the valedictorian so she can get out of there. Mm-hmm. So they have a rift and they're kind of like hashing their relationship out as they're both stuck in this tunnel, right? Yeah. They got stuck in this tunnel underground and they, they realize that there's these tunnels that lead all around the camp and stuff like that. Then, um, w- what else do we have? There's there was another storyline, just just a gen, just the general whole camp theme, I guess, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, like the whole thing is that uh, it's that uh, color war night or so, it's something like yeah, that. It's yeah. basically just like like games from you know like the two different sides of town going against each other, and uh, Sunnyvale has never lost supposedly. Yeah. And the two, oh yeah, and then the sheriff's brother's also there. He's like the he's like the head counselor, mm-hmm. and he remember he hooks up with that hippie chick. Oh, I didn't realize that was the I didn't realize that was his brother. Yeah, that's his brother who later on becomes the who's the mayor of Sunnyvale mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, they show him on TV. He's yeah. like rerunning or something. Oh, dude, you know, man, I just hate these like, I just don't like those characters in general because you know they're just this like these these like they're just like come from generational wealth like oh okay you know like they're yeah. just entitled to to succeed yeah like he was already gonna be sheriff by the time he was born yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. like they had these like they knew what was gonna happen to the you know they yeah. they knew they were gonna be set up mm-hmm. no matter what it's like well if i don't make it into this band i can go be a sheriff and they're the and they're always the people that are like the entitled ones who had like rich parents or had connections in some kind of industry who like make it and then they're like mm-hmm. if you just work hard it's like yeah. bitch yeah yeah i got you <laughs> yeah that stuff annoys me but anyways uh they're good characters to hate in my opinion mm-hmm. yeah go ahead i was gonna say did you notice um that uh, when this when the sister is being killed and the little sister's being killed and they uh the little sister dies and so once once the character that they're chasing after these monsters are chasing after once that character dies the demons or whatever they like disappear mm-hmm. but when the camera kind of like zooms out it looks like um that famous painting of like god touching uh whoever that's what it reminded me of when oh, it out. you know what i'm talking about where yeah. like they're almost touching fingers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what i thought of yeah, uh, who made that? Michelangelo? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Leonardo da Vinci? I don't know. <laughs> have no idea. Let's look that up. But what? What part? Oh, when the two sisters? Okay, when yeah, dying. yeah, yeah. When they're getting, yeah. st- where they're about and to get stabbed. Okay, right? so that's a couple of things I want to talk about. These these people, man, they they take they take stab wounds and everything. If I had gotten stabbed, I'd have been like, ah, I ran the fuck away. I wouldn't be there like trying. You would have to- been like that little kid from a quiet place hell yeah fucking pussy <laughs> i would have been no i would have been like that kid i would have been like that kid who was uh, in charge of the jail and you know which one i'm talking about the one with yeah. the glasses and they're all shut up nerd so that that painting was painted by michelangelo and it's called the creation of adam oh okay it's in the assistine chapel okay well that's what i thought of when it, the camera zooms out and they're it looks like they're trying to touch each other like because they're, they're reaching out for yeah, each other and they're all dying and shit mm-hmm which the sister took like eight axe blows to the fucking Fuck, chest. Yeah, and she, well, she and, and while she's dying, she's she says something like, "Oh, I can't remember." 
yeah there was a little cheesy line yeah there. and i was like oh come on man yeah um <laughs> dude i felt so bad for that one nerdy kid who like was left in the the tent mm-hmm. uh, he was the one he was like watching all the uh the other team and that's, what, they, that's they, what i was talking about they, that's oh, okay, that's what yeah. i would have been and they're all shut up nerd and he, yeah. he's like he's like who's out there they, they like took his glasses off or yeah something fucking poor kid mm-hmm. then nighthawk what did they call him nighthawk or nightwing nightwing, nightwing. it's like camp, it's like camp nightwing in it? yeah yeah that's right the nightwing killer yeah he goes in there and fucking chops him up mm-hmm. yeah i was waiting for him to get that bag on his head because you know me too me too yeah because we see him in the first one because he's in the first one as one mm-hmm. of the serial killers that was brought back to kill in you know the main cast and he has a bag on his head, so on this one he doesn't have the bag, and then later on you see how he gets it. <laughs> yeah, I, I and then it just stays on his face. Yeah, it's all like perfectly, just like <laughs> like yeah, like with uh, indentions and everything. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'll just I guess I'll, I'll accept this. I'll just take that CGI <laughs> yeah. uh, head now. I <laughs> yeah. like I liked it yeah, though. Yeah, I, I did. I liked it. It too. looked better with he looks more menacing with like a mask, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, I was just about to say something. Uh, but anyways uh yeah man it, that one that one i was impressed with i really did like this one it was good yeah and so real quick with this one uh essentially the plot is um oh they i'm sorry they they find that book that the little journal mm-hmm. and so there's this woman who's like the camp nurse mm-hmm. and she's like obsessed with finding um this hand right mm-hmm. this hand because the 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 little the little nursery rhyme or whatever it's like uh it says something about like if you put her hand and her body back together the right. curse will be over yeah that's what they figured out or they thought they figured out like oh we need to mm-hmm. reconnect her hand to her body to mm-hmm. break the curse and so they're trying to do that unfortunately they they're on well they go looking for the body i guess where yeah. they think it's at and they yeah. dig it up and it's just like a rock that said the witch seraphie or yeah the witch lives forever something, something like, like that. that yeah so they dug up where they thought her body would be which was under the tree she was hung mm-hmm. and there was just a rock that you know that said that but yeah man it, it was it was good i'd say the second one i guess like just the genre was better mm-hmm. in my opinion my humble opinion i like that one little like i like that one guy he's like a druggy counselor and they just start popping those pills. They don't even know what they are. And he's like, L- I think it's like L484. He's like, what is that? I don't oh. know. He's like, it's not doing nothing, man. Give me another one. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just he's like, oh, this is, uh, he says like the scientific term. He's like, it's Tylenol, yeah, man. he figures it out. Yeah, I don't know. He just throws it on the ground. He's like the buzz. Like, I don't know. This ain't going to do nothing for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but that's how the, the second one ends. Mm-hmm. They think they found the hand. Or they they did find the hand. Mm-hmm. They try to reconnect it. There's no body, and then all the killers basically descend upon the two girls and stab them up. Mm-hmm. Well, um, uh, they also when uh, and the hand falls in the hole that they dug up. Yeah, which that tree is still alive and well in the mall from the first one. So mm-hmm. the brother and li- the the little brother and, and sister go to the mall and they dig up the hand because mm-hmm. they know where the body's at. Now they yeah. have the hand and i i don't remember if they put them together or not at that time oh yeah i forgot this i forgot that's how this movie ends right they put it together yeah they realize like oh we need to find the hand right that's yeah, their yeah, whole thing yeah. they're like uh-huh. oh we know yeah that's how it ends right so they're like we need to find the we have we know where the body's at mm-hmm. you know where the hand's at let's put it together yeah so she puts it together and then her nose starts bleeding and she gets a vision yeah and she gets the vision and then i, I think that's how it ends mm-hmm. so and this is what I like about it. So I guess I'm going to be doing the majority of the talking. 
I'll, well, I'll, I'll be, tell you from what I saw from the, the from the preview. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's what I was going to talk to you about. I was going to say so. It seems like everyone is back for part three. Like all the all the characters who are in one and two, pretty much majority. Yeah. They they make up these other characters, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's how I take it. Yeah. So when she reconnects, she gets essentially like you know how like the cheerleader like just kind of saw like a vision, part mm-hmm. of the vision. And so when Dina or whatever her name is, she connects the hand, she gets the whole vision and it basically like sends her, you know, she becomes mm-hmm. Sarah Fierre and then like, you know, they use all the actors from the first one to play play all the characters in this one. Mm-hmm. But it's not like their ancestors or anything. They're no, just no, using no, the same you. actors. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the I'll give you the short end of the story because the third one was my least favorite, but I mean it's it's important because it like completes the trilogy. And so essentially, you find out that the sheriff and his brother, or not his brother, but the sheriff is the bad guy. So his family ha- is the one who started this whole curse, right? They they were. You see his. You see the ancestor, right? His ancestor, and you see that his like. Oh, start the recording. You see that his uh, wife, his wife died, and all his kids and his crops weren't growing. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And Sarah Fier, the witch, or the witch, uh-huh. was like his friend, and they, you know, she was nice to him. He was nice to her. So it was kind of like this, like twist. But essentially, you find out he was behind it all. He started the curse. He made the deal with the devil, mm. and the deal was that he had to write a name in uh, on the wall, and you know he was basically he was sacrificing one person to the devil every year so that's why every year there was a serial killer in that town Mm -hmm. and uh sarah fierre well you know she's a lesbian or whatever and they yeah yeah she was a lesbian too and so they found out somebody saw her like kissing and obviously her girlfriend plays the cheerleader Uh yeah samantha is like the girl she's in love which is like the preacher's daughter and somebody sees them like you know they they all like the town goes out and celebrates and gets drunk one night and then Mm -hmm. they kind of go off and like do their thing and somebody sees them okay and so then they start spreading rumors about her and then they blame her saying she was a witch and there's more to it but essentially you know she finds out that that dude the good whatever i can't Mm -hmm. remember his ancestor's name but something good was behind it all and then he kind of betrays her and turns her in he's like i found the witch and then so she sacrifices herself so her girlfriend won't get killed and she was Uh like she's like i'm the witch it was me all along and so when they're killing her she kind of like she does do a curse Mm -hmm. but essentially she curses the good family and she's like i'm gonna follow you wherever you go and i'm not gonna let this rest until i you know and uh so she kind of like does her own little curse even though she's not a witch so Mm -hmm. but somehow it's still like carries weight into the universe Mm -hmm. and so that's what that red moss is is like it grows from her burial site and so it's like spreading to wherever you know he goes it's she's like that's the moss is following oh okay and then so the reason um the killers were going after the girls who touched her is because they saw they were getting a glimpse of what really happened Mm -hmm. right so they were actually seeing the truth and it wasn't until what's her name connected the hand she got the full vision to see that that sarah fierre was actually innocent oh okay yeah and so once she saw the full vision then that's that's basically like an hour and then the last 30 minutes, it cuts back to the current timeline, 1994. Mm-hmm. And so that ends and it's like, boom, it's like 1994 part two. And then they go back and, you know, 
without going into too much detail, the sheriff tries to stop them. They end up coming up with a plan to like cover him and in Dina's blood and get all the killers to try and kill him. And then she ends up murdering him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So once they kill him, they break the curse. Does so does the does the sheriff know that his family's behind everything? Yeah, he's he so it gets passed down to to generation and they oh, tell okay. the they tell one of the sons like hey you need to put a name in the book hey you need to put a name in the book oh, so you know okay. when you saw that girl's name get written in there mm-hmm. yeah he pre-wrote her name in the book oh okay and so it makes sense so if you think about it he he writes a name in the book and he shows up and he kills the serial killer like in the, the way the first one started yeah you yeah, know yeah. Was, didn't you think it was kind of weird that he showed up right away mm-hmm. and he shoots him in the head after she after that one girl's already dead yeah Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so he he he's the sheriff. He writes the name, and then he goes. So, and kills him. oh, okay. So yeah, so anytime, so his son, his obviously his son could be like sheriff also, and that gives him a badge and a gun to mm-hmm. get away with murder. Right, exactly. Oh. Yeah. So he was a bad guy all along, Got the sheriff. You. And so yeah, then they like it's it gets kind of silly, but they like steal his car, and then they tell you know that chick Jillian Jacobs, they're like mm-hmm. he was him all along, and. Mm-hmm. She's like in disbelief, but then it makes sense, you know. She's like, "Oh, this makes sense," and so oh, okay. they all kind of like team up. And then you remember the remember the janitor he arrested? They keep <laughs> yeah, arresting yeah, the janitor. Uh-huh. Yeah, they go and help him, and they're all like the little the little brothers, like, "Hey, man," he's like, "You said to call me when you call you, and you need a I need a favor." He's mm-hmm. like, "You want to help us kill Sheriff Good?" <laughs> what does he say? He's all fuck yeah. Oh, hell. He's all smoking out on his fucking front yard and shit. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I, so I might just go watch a dish for that, dude. You should you should yeah. watch it. Like it sounds you, pretty good. Yeah, the like I said, like the the sixteen sixty six part. It's kind of like it kind of drags on a little bit. Yeah, you know because but I get why well, it's you know? filling in the story. Right. Yeah. And then, but once they get back to the ninety four part, like that's that's pretty good. That's why okay. I'm like, I liked it for the most part, because mm-hmm. then they complete how you know how they stop him and stuff. And, and it's funny. It's got some comedy moments, and yeah, um, I don't know if you remember that one serial killer guy who who kind of has like his face burnt and he looks like a janitor. Oh yeah, he look well. He looks like he's uh when he's killing that girl, he looks like he's all wet, but then at the same time, yeah, like yeah. it is raining. Yeah. I think. And he's like, isn't he like sniffing her hair and shit? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the. <laughs> So the janitor guy, he's uh-huh. fucking dude. Y'all points that out. Uh-huh. He's all like, "Man, this fucking weirdo sniffing her hair." And he's oh, like, "Okay, dude, he's funny, mm-hmm. bro." He says something about her. He's like, "This dude's a fucking weird. I killed that creep or something." Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. They don't ever. Um, they never explain any of the other people because they explain. Cause so they. Expl- oh yeah, the girl who sings, right? Yeah, like they like. I mean, they explain her. No, well, they, didn't they really- in part two, it's the daughter of the nurse. The nurse, yeah. But there's another, there's like a little boy walking around with a baseball bat. They never say his story. No, but he's in it. Okay. Um, Yeah, they show him in it. And then they they show this like big tall dude with like a mask. But they never really go into their stories. There was one, I don't know if it was the little boy with the bat, but there was one that looked like a weird looking kid. And it was almost like at the end of the original Jason. Yeah, it's a little boy with the bat, yeah. I was like, he comes out of the water and, and grabs him. Yeah, he oh, okay. it's him. I don't know. He's wearing like a weird mask. I think they say something about him, but they don't really like, they don't tell the story mm-hmm. of him. And then there's that, the big tall guy with like this weird mask. He's mm-hmm. like drowning kids. They keep showing him in a flashback, but they don't really explain like his story either. Okay, I got you. But yeah, all the killers come back to you on this. It's pretty good, man. I like, I like mm-hmm. the way this one ended. But, but it, it was, was, but it wasn't that they were serial killers. I mean, well, they they were, mm-hmm. but they were normal people who got like, I guess, possessed. Just like flipped, yeah. yeah. Basically, once he put the name in the book, that's it. Then the devil like gets their soul, and he makes them like just kill people. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I got you. And so the sheriff, that's why, you know, the sheriff is like, it's just one name and blah, blah, blah. And it's good, dude. Now, it, now I want to go back and rewatch the first one to see how the sheriff was acting. Yeah. Sus. Yeah. Yeah. He's acting weird. Yeah. You notice little things now. Mm. I mean, I didn't know. I, when I watched it the second time, I didn't know all this. So yeah. I kind of wanted to do the same thing. I got you. But yeah, man, Fear Street, 94, 78, mm-hmm. 66. 1666 1666 good good shit man i enjoyed them they were fun they were funny mm-hmm. and it was entertaining you know yeah. they're not in my opinion they weren't scary but like to me horror movies aren't scary anymore yeah i got you yeah i mean like i i did enjoy it like i said the first one was okay it, i mean like i watched it but the second one is what like grabbed my attention more yeah and i was like okay now i'm kind of interested and see where this goes yeah and go uh if you're interested in like behind the scenes stuff dude netflix releases all their behind the scenes stuff for their movies now mm-hmm. yeah oh, but it has to be a netflix movie uh yeah i think so yeah oh. yeah so they have like fear street they have army of the dead they have um whatever something else i don't know mm-hmm. one of their re- most recent movies or shows they have a lot of behind the scenes stuff it's cool it's really cool actually watching it and they show you like they show you shooting the scene and then they show you what it looks like after it's shot so oh, okay yeah interesting yeah that's pretty neat i was i liked it but yeah glad you watched it thank you mm-hmm. i had asked you to i i tried to get the third one but that's all good to? it's a lot i mean it's three fucking movies you know yeah and they're all each an hour uh, not an hour they're each almost two hours yeah and i wanted a fear street the third one came out last friday last weekend right i don't know i guess I think you so. know more than me yeah i think it came out last week that was the thing they were releasing them in like weekly installments mm. so usually netflix doesn't do that i don't think Mm-mm. not normally normally you just no, just let them all yeah but i i don't know yeah i don't know why they didn't release all three movies at once but oh yeah and one of the featurettes it was talking they shot uh they shot 1994 first mm-hmm. and then they shot um 78 68 or no it wasn't 68 it was 1966 the 1600 oh 16 oh okay. yeah because they had they had all the care you know how it had all the oh, characters uh-huh. right so they yeah. already had them so they shot that one, then they shot sixty six, mm. and then seventy eight didn't have any of the characters from from mm, the first one. All the young kids, yeah, I got uh, you. Where the flashback scene at, mm-hmm. or the camp scene didn't have any of those actors, so they filmed that one last. Got you. But yeah, and um, who was I listening to talk about it? Oh, it was the Asian girl, the cheerleader. She was saying um, that it, it took them like four months to make, and then that was like her first feature film, her mm-hmm. first feature films. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, how the fuck? <laughs> you got lucky. Yeah. You had a good well, agent. not really. She got her head split open by a fucking bread cutter. Yeah, I mean, but your first two movies are Netflix. Oh, yeah. Originals. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. That you know a lot of people watch. So. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Anyways, yeah, I liked them. Go watch them if, you, if you're into those kind of things. I'm surprised you liked it. You don't like horror. Well, like I said, the second one, I don't know what it was about it. I, like, that one just... I, re- I really uh was attracted to that one yeah that's good i mean like i said a lot of people liked it mm-hmm. dude go read the comments on imdb or, or or maybe it was youtube made it fucking funny dude people were so dumb well they're like they're just like shitting I was, on it? yeah no 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 they were just like the second one was the best part three you could tell the director hates men like i was saying oh, earlier yeah. uh-huh. it's just like dude people are just so soft bro like you can't do anything like out of outside of the norm without some fucking like douchebag getting all butthurt about it oh yeah it's annoying it annoys me like you can put a you can put like a 
uh, a black dad with a white kid and i bet you they'd be pissed somebody would get no, pissed how does that happen yeah how is well, that to be fair i i was like that for a long time if you ever seen jurassic park 2 i was like how's jeff goldblum have a black daughter okay yeah but you know why because movies have trained you to be stupid like that yeah okay like dude people can adopt kids Mm -hmm. you can have a mixed child who looks more like one race or the other Mm -hmm. um you can have step siblings you can have uh, adopted siblings like dude i Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what annoys me in movies now that i notice these things and it's actually robert rodriguez dude like um i saw him he was talking about his second feature film he made i think it's called like road racers or something Mm -hmm. and in that movie he cast salma hayek but the parents like the studio wanted her parents to be white they wanted these white actors and he was like no i want salma hayek in the movie Mm -hmm. so that's like two white actors with a mexican daughter and he never explains in the movie like why or how and somebody asked him about it and he was all like oh he's like i don't he's like maybe they were he's like i don't know they they adopted her or you know there's like a million different reasons Mm -hmm. why like a a white family or a black family could have another colored child Mm -hmm. And it's just like in movies, they're like, no, if you're a white guy, you're going to have to, we have to cast this kid who, as your son who's a white kid. Mm-hmm. It fucking annoys me, dude. And then you have people like me, you're saying who are just like, oh, what the fuck? Why is that weird? You know, like, because yeah. you're not used to seeing it in mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what, it, that's what pisses me off. Sorry, I'm going on a rant now. You got me going, that's dude. That's fine. I'm just telling you. We're going to get to you talking about old, I promise. No, but it annoys me too because like... <sighs> okay when people get upset about comic book heroes i was just about to bring that up yeah like dude like okay james talked about it like mm-hmm. people were mad that uh king the conqueror was black and then yeah. james said in the comics he's like purple or blue or something yeah i don't even know if uh, I, what i looked up he has a helmet so yeah. i don't even know if people even know what he looks, know what like, he looks like so yeah. i have no well, idea i was reading apparently he's actually like reed richards from the fantastic four he's actually reed Richard, reed richards in the future who discovered time travel and oh, start and turns okay. into king the conqueror I didn't but that i mean yeah i just saw, i just saw a video about it but mm-hmm. dude, like dude fuck fuck off man like dude i don't give a fuck what color dude make the you know what i hope the next superman they cast is black dude no i'm being serious <laughs> no, no, i think it's supposed to be michael b jordan i don't know for dude, sure i don't know why they don't do that already like mm-hmm. bro it's <clears throat> they already take liberties with the stories right mm-hmm. like if you want to get down to the nitty-gritty somebody's like nitpicking like mm-hmm. nitpick that they didn't make the movie verbatim as the fucking comic books are because that's what the marvel does they take different parts of the different comics and and infuse them in a, into the movies right mm-hmm. so like thor for instance thor ragnarok that mm-hmm. was actually a hulk comic book mm-hmm. like that was really hulk story and they kind of just threw it into thor you know and made ragnarok yeah that whole segment of them being stuck on a planet together and they have to fight each other mm-hmm. that was like from a hulk comic book and it obviously went differently and they they took it and made the mo- made the Thor movie. It's a Thor story now. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you know, like if you're gonna really nitpick about, oh, they don't, they're Thoros white in the comics. Why isn't he white in the movie? Then mm-hmm. you should be nitpicking every single fucking deviant every every time they deviate from from the original source mm-hmm. material. You know, I mean, Thor also didn't have short hair, but yeah, it's neither here nor there. Oh God, dude, it's just like people are just like people that like get upset about those things. It's like, dude, like just you're just so fucking stuck in your own way like i feel sorry for those people to go through life like living like that Mm -hmm. fucking idiots all right ran over no i I got you i was no but that's what i was gonna bring up also is that is his name kang or krang i thought it was krang kang kang 
Oh, uh, maybe Krang's Ninja Turtles. Did you watch Loki or no? Yeah. Uh huh. I just but I just remember him as the uh, what was it the the one who knows all or no the the one who's last or I forgot the hell they call him. Um, the one who remains. He who remains. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kang the Conqueror. Kang. K A N G. Ah. Uh, I think Krang is that brain and. Yeah, he's blue with the fuck. He's blue with the fucking uh, purple helmet over his head. <laughs> <laughs> People are mad. Stupid dude. Fuck those fucking dude if you're mad about that you're racist like that's that's it that's that's it's it's that simple it's really it's truly that simple i was gonna say people who are digging into stuff a lot are like i don't know if you saw jordan peele's new poster for his new movie coming out called nope Mm -mm. i don't know i saw people really trying to oh yeah with the cloud yeah Yeah, people were really going in on uh, like a little kite thing yeah hanging from it people were like really trying to dissect that poster like it is interesting though yeah i I saw some where people were like inverting it and trying to make it look like a face and damn i don't know maybe you never know man he he's a very uh thoughtful filmmaker like he puts a lot of thought into his movies and so mm-hmm. there's all these like little little things in there that you don't pick up on that mm-hmm. you're like oh like he intentionally makes his movies um and and puts these little details you know so there's a lot of thought going into his yeah. film so i mean i, I can see why people are like because i guarantee there's a lot of thought that went into that poster yeah it's like a little cloud uh-huh. over a, over over a, a town over a town so i'm interested to, i'm interested to see that because like I like that he makes his movies with like a little social message, you know. Mm-hmm. There's 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 a message in his films. That's what I love. That's why I like horror films so much because you have a built-in audience, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can trick them into watching your message or learning something about society or a different viewpoint of the world or your viewpoint of the mm-hmm. world while they're also being entertained by like a serial killer murdering people or something. You mean like how this one was about privilege? <clears throat> Yeah, I never. I mean, us, right? Oh yeah, us. Oh, and, oh, but you're no, talking, no, about, Fear talking Street, about yeah, Fear Street. About Fear Street. Yeah, yeah, Fear Street. Fear Street is about nepotism, privilege, um, the the hatred for the other. You know, the mm-hmm. fear of uh, you know lesbians in the 1600s and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, rich versus poor. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on right now. Uh, French Revolution, man saw what happened to those rich fucks not what happened they're not around anymore oh, I was like, I'm not. <laughs> the french revolution i or, never uh, I, I sucked in history the, so yeah there was a point in the in the in, in history where their mm-hmm. the wealth inequality was like so unequal like it is now uh-huh. you know you have a small amount of people that live in this country who mm-hmm. own like the majority of the wealth oh, and okay. you have like this like really tiny group that are just getting the scraps and then and, and it happened in France, and they got sick and tired of it, and they fucking overthrew the government and created a democracy. Killed the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, that's what happens when you fucking... The mass... Dude, like, a lot of people don't realize, like, the masses have the control. We have the control. But for whatever reason, we allow this small group of people to tell us what to do and how mm-hmm. to behave and, and what is right and what's wrong. And a lot of it is controlled by mm-hmm. the media, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm and not, they're afraid of the masses, too. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, I was watching something and it was like, it was like the the rich who control the world have like one percent of like the vote, and the other ninety nine percent are all the regular people. But I mean, they're smart about how they control these votes and how they control these senators and con- congressional representatives because it's a bunch of billionaires 
paying a bunch of millionaires to go and uh, just create an echo chamber and go on mm-hmm. TV like Tucker Carlson and give these fault, fake, you know, fake news stories and fake messages and talk about how um, people are, you know, being. And you know what, man? I'll bring. I'm gonna bring this subject up, man. Mm-hmm. Like I had a friend, right? We we're at lunch, and he was talking about. And I didn't mean for this podcast to get so deep, mm-hmm. but I had a friend. He was like, "Man, I'm tired." Of, like, I, he was complaining that one of his neighbors write, uh, writes "Black Lives Matter" on her window still, mm-hmm. and he was like, "That was last year." Like, let it go. And then he was saying how like mm-hmm. um, another one of his neighbors puts like pride flags up, and mm-hmm. he's just all like, "You don't see me fucking uh, putting some straight flag up." And I was like, "Dude, like." Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bro, you you were not you were never told you can't marry a girl, you know. Uh-huh. Like that's why people, you were never oppressed. You were never oppressed, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like your your preference in dating was never. You were never told you can't be with the person. Mm-hmm. You can't marry this person. So like, yeah, let them celebrate their sexuality. You know, it's like, dude, they they were oppressed and now they're not. And mm-hmm. like, let them fucking flaunt it, right? Yeah. The same thing with like Black Lives Matter, dude. It's like, dude, people feel a certain way like fuck let them let them voice how they feel yeah i got you it's not like they're going into your yard and putting a flag in your yard yeah exactly and it's like if you see the message or you see one of those flags or or one of those signs and it bothers you then that's a fucking problem with yourself you Mm -hmm. need to go home fucking turn off the tv and look in the mirror and figure out what is wrong with you because it is not a problem with those people it is a problem with you and you Mm -hmm. feel a certain type of way and you need to figure out why might be that you're a fucking racist piece of shit and you don't want to admit it. But if you feel if you, that bothers you, I'm sorry. I think you're a racist piece of shit. You think someone's racist if you call them racist and they get all upset and say they're not racist? No, because now that could that can be thrown around. Uh-huh. That can be thrown to you know somebody could call you uh, whatever you know mm-hmm. a rapist you know and oh. <laughs> you could yeah I'm like no I'm not <laughs> exactly yeah I'd get mad I'd be like, what the fuck like yeah. no I'm not you know yeah. uh, like man guilty conscience yeah and this is it i'm about to end this mm-hmm. this rant but dude what annoys me too is that like these people and what and you know i'll be honest it's like a lot of white people are complaining that oh they're taking they're calling us racist not all white people are racist and blah 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 and, and like they're trying to take our voice away and it's like it's like you've had a voice for like thousands of years look at yeah look at all the presidents look, look mm-hmm. at like there's a wit been one half black he's not even full black brock's mm-hmm. half black one black half black president like shut the mm-hmm. fuck up like joe rogan complaining that um he was he was like literally like on his podcast saying that like all this woke culture and like it's gonna get to a point where like I, like as a white man i'm not even gonna be able to talk and he's literally saying that as he as he's making a hundred million dollars with his posting his two thousandth episode on fucking Spotify. He's got mm-hmm. the biggest platform, and he's crying that he's may not have a platform one day. It's like, dude, shut the what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Mm-hmm. Like that is the most hypocritical thing I've ever seen. So yeah, I feel you, brother. I Sorry, man. You. No, I, it's all right. I, I feel a certain type of way, and I don't really talk about these things too often. But you know. You just you just charged up. I, I I got charged up, man. I don't I know. You. It's all good. That's what I'm saying. That's what and that's what movies will do to you. That's mm-hmm. why I love films that have a message because you can you can get your message across to mm-hmm. people. And I mean, you have to admit, there's plenty of people who watch it and don't get get any message out of it though. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But there's people like me, man. Like I want. Like, You're looking for something. Kinda, but like, okay, when we went and saw The Big Short, you know, like, uh-huh. dude, that hit me. That movie hit me, dude. 
That's the, the one about the housing crisis, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. And that thing at the end where Steve Carroll Car- Car- is like, they'll just do what they always do, blame immigrants and poor mm-hmm. people for this disaster. And dude, and it was like fucking like, I was like, wow, this happened how long ago? And, mm-hmm. and like, he's like, what he's saying is still going on today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's the other movie that guy made? Adam McKay. He makes a lot of like social films like that, and he has like a lot of famous people in him. He's coming out with a new movie. He's got Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, oh, is that the one that's going to Netflix? Yeah. Oh man, it's something. He's got a lot of stars I know he's in one. it. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one's a big cast. Yeah, and that he makes movies like that, and he uses celebrities. Like, remember in The Big Short, like there's a scene where Margot Robbie's like in the yeah, bathtub, and, the, and she's like champagne. explaining. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's explaining. Um, is it like A and B? loan but, mortgages yeah, yeah. or something she's explaining the loan mortgages yeah 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 and so like dude he uses celebrities and he uses this like platform to like inform people and it's in it and even if you don't take anything away from it mm-hmm. you leave entertained you're like yeah. you're like oh cool i was entertained for an hour right yeah. so at the very least you're still getting something out of it mm-hmm. or what's the other oh the other one we saw um about uh, uh <laughs> fuck dick cheney cheney oh, oh vice vice yeah mm-hmm. that was another one we saw yeah yeah oh he made that too yeah oh okay i got you yeah damn if you if you look at his movies uh, he's Mm -hmm. got a really good he's almost like a scorsese but i feel like he does push a little more of a a message in his movies Mm -hmm. than just being like pure entertaining but yeah his films are very like self-aware like he has a lot of like in that movie jesse plimpkin's like the narrator and he's like you know he's breaking the fourth wall and talking to the camera and stuff like that who's jesse plimpkin uh the dude from uh breaking bad it's um uh, oh, uh, Todd, the one that everyone was oh, making oh, fun yeah, of when, yeah, he, yeah, when he was yeah. bad. Okay, shit. I know, I know, which one you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't realize that was his name. Yeah, he's uh, he's also uh, he's in a he's gonna be in a Scorsese movie. He he got the lead role after Leo dropped out. I oh, think. Oh wow. Jesse Plemons, sorry, I think. Oh. No, that's that's a different actor. Oh no 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 yeah that's him Jesse Plemons yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Todd Breaking Bad. Guy's actually a really good actor. Yeah, he is. I'll give him that. Okay, sorry, Edward. Uh, uh, we're almost gonna hit an hour. Uh, t- take your time. Don't feel. Don't feel. No, uh, pre- I don't want to give nothing away. Don't feel pressured. But uh, you were you were venting to me about your experience of seeing old. Okay, the M Night Shyamalan film. Ta- yeah. hit me with it. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about old because I want people to go see it because I was re- I really liked it. And normally his movies are hit or miss with me. But this one was a, was a pretty good hit. Um, but yeah, so I went to go see old, and I went to Evo because. You know, it was right there in town. Man, four times, at least four times, this woman's phone was going off and it just, man, it pissed me off. And it was on point because it was on parts of the movie where like, because the movie's not loud overall, but you know, it's it's just like they're on a beach and there's not much going on. All of a sudden you hear, or, you know, it was like a ringtone. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a ring. It was just a ringtone. And she turns it off. So at first I was like, okay, she turned it off. Dude, like 15 minutes goes by, it goes off again. And then it went off a third time. And the only reason I say four times is because the third time it rang and then it rang one more time. And I was just like getting pissed. I was like, God damn. I was getting mad. <laughs> but that's what I was telling you. I was like, oh, that's why I missed my Alamo. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, dude. Just people are, it's not that they're disrespectful, but it's like the draft house is just for people who they know, they know the rules. And these people are like, they don't care. Yeah. It's so frustrating. It is. They're like fairweather, fairweather movie fans. Yeah, like, like I'm like, well, if if there's, there's nothing going on, on the screen, I'm gonna look at my phone. Yeah, 
and it pisses me off yeah yeah no 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 uh I, I don't remember i don't think i talked about it but when i went and saw fast nine like i had similar movies you, you texted me that you that some dude, kids were pissing you off fucking worst movie not not just kids dude there was like it was same thing it was at that evo and kyle it was a piece of shit theater fucking like it was a packed house mm-hmm. fucking little kids are don't know where they're supposed to sit mm-hmm. he's kicking some guy's chair that guy's turning around and yelling at him in the movie mm-hmm. there's fucking people coughing all over me coughing all around it's yeah. just like dude it was just awesome. same thing you can hear phones going off mm. yeah it's just fuck man I, it just makes me appreciate the draft house it does it really does when i, when I do get to go i'll be honest like uh when we went to amc though that wasn't bad you know uh, to see zola Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's also because there wasn't that many people. Yeah, that's true. But that's why I like I like going during the middle of the week mm-hmm. at the in the evening. You know, it's mm-hmm. like okay, the chances of it being full are gonna be like really low. Yeah, that one that one was a surprise. Just well, because it, it it dropped on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Also, it's kind of like an obscure movie. Like yeah. a lot of people weren't gonna, like. It's probably not even in theaters anymore. No. To be honest, I liked it though. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah the draft house though so mm. s- they're just so far superior mm-hmm. we went and saw black widow there what no i'm just like yeah i mean yeah, no i uh draft house is, i love draft house. i'm glad you took me yeah and next week we go and see the green knight we're gonna too. go see the green knight and then we're gonna oh yeah, yeah it's the guys uh i guess we'll tease it uh jeffrey garcia reach it out to him we're gonna have him mm-hmm. back for the episode one hundo it's gonna be a fucking good one we're gonna talk about his feature film mm-hmm um i believe i could be wrong but i believe he's also making another feature film um i mean he's making something he's always making on something. vhs oh i saw the on I a saw video it, on a video recorder i saw on instagram that he was using an old school like VHS. so fucking awesome dude i can't wait to see that too yeah do you have a vhs a I'm vhs sure. player actually i think i'm i think i do have an old one yeah if not, you can buy one. I know, which crazy is like, I wish, I mean, at the time I didn't want to buy one, but I remember when they were like at Walmart for like 10 bucks, mm-hmm. I guess when they were going obsolete. Yeah. Fuck, it makes me, because now you, I think it's like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah, they're pretty expensive again. I mean, and, to buy something and, that you're not, you're only going to use a couple times. Right. And apparently VHS tapes are like uh, making a comeback too, and they're like oh, real really? fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. fuck. I went and got it. Yeah. Because my dad was saying how he was cleaning his room. And you know, like, those Kodak little films? Mm-hmm. Those fuckers are, like, $6 a piece to get developed. Damn. That's crazy. Did you go? Did he go develop? No. <laughs> Fuck no, because my mom has, like, 30 of them in a Ziploc it's bag. It's all dick pics and shit. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> He's like, hey, mijo, go develop these. Yeah, like, he's uh, like, hey, check them out. Check them out while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Make sure they're good. I don't know what's on them. And it's just, like, a fucking... <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> That'd be horrible. He's like, there's a picture of you and you're a baby and it's just his balls. <laughs> 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 damn oh shit all right all right man i look pretty handsome <laughs> oh man you're all man why do i look like a bat wing <laughs> oh shit yeah, i look like a brain oh god all right guys well that's gonna be it that's mm-hmm. gonna be the end of the podcast i hope you enjoyed it uh we're on a roll here like i said we're on the road to 100 like we are determined to get to 100 right <laughs> yeah we're determined yeah so we'll get there we might honestly i'll be honest we might fall off after 100 yeah. but at least we fucking or we made or a plan maybe, yeah. yeah we made a plan to get there oh him i think yeah we, we made a plan to get there so we're gonna we're gonna stick to it mm-hmm. um yeah so we look forward to next week edward any mm-hmm. last thing say something yeah Don't, please silence your cell phones or turn them off look into this camera right turn off your cell phones and you know fucking be polite man shit movies aren't 
It's depending on how many people you take, it'd be like thirty dollars. Shit, man. Put some, put some. Tell them, man. Put some respect uh, on that movie's for name. Real, man. <laughs> God, damn. Just silence your cell phones, please. Yes, please, and get you tell your kid to shut up too, and quit kicking chairs when yeah. you're in the theater. Fuck. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. We look forward to next week when we take you back to the feature. Bye. Bye.